0: Hello, everyone. This is the Manly Handley Podcast, the podcast with no limits on what we'll cover. I'm your host, Randy. Have a snack, sit back, and relax. This episode was recorded on Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. 2323. All right. Alright, is it recording? I think it is. Well, (laughs) I'm using a different microphone setup, well different audio interface setup and that is the Revelator 24. Well, it's called the Revelator IO24 from Presonus. It is a much simpler setup than my mixer because I don't have to power up a mixer and wait for it to boot and all that. I just turn this on and it goes. So I do have to this. I did not do that before the show other than just set up some basic compression, but I can definitely hear the pumping audio of the gate. I have to fix that. I'm not going to tweak that while I'm recording this. Hopefully it's not too disruptive when you listen to this. But anyways, today's episode is going to be short. I did say I was going to re- record, I don't know, 30 or so episodes this year. I still plan on doing that, which seems impossible at this point because it's being, it's been, it's, it, it's, it's, I don't know, like a few months between each episode or at least a month and a half, two months between episodes, I need to crank out one at least, maybe twice a week, an episode, which I think I could still do. But maybe I'll do them as news updates and I'll hit that mark. (laughs) I plan on it. I really do. (sighs) Having two, you know, twin boys is very, very, very (laughs) time-consuming. Even with full-time nannies, we have two nannies. Not at once, but yeah, it's, it's busy. So, um, yeah, and work is busy, of course. That's why we have two nannies. (laughs) But anyways, to get to today's episode, it's going to be about one app that I've been using very consistently, and it hasn't failed me during these busy times. And it's not an app that you've likely heard about, unless you've listened to the show before, and it's called Trillium, T-R-I-L-I-U-M. And this app is just phenomenal. I originally used Obsidian, and I still do, but I originally used Obsidian for everything notes. It just didn't, it ran into issues, and not Obsidian itself, but it ran into issues when I combined it with a synchronizing engine. Obsidian is free to use, but once you run into synchronization problems, which you inevitably will if you don't pay for their synchronizing service, there tends to be note conflicts. And I, uh, for instance, used um, a, a program called SyncThing, which I still use. But Obsidian would regularly run into issues with it. There's just, just. I mean, there's there's so much to go over on if I was to cover that, but pretty much if I was to back up my notes to SyncThing, it kind of would trample over itself when you got other computers trying to back up to it. Long story short, Trillium has its own database. That you can synchronize to. If you want to self-host it, like I'm doing, I'm I'm self-hosting it on a server, and I gave that server a domain name that I can contact anywhere. So if I'm on if I'm on the road with my computer, I can synchronize my notes back to that server, and it has not failed once. I have not had any synchronization errors, any you know any duplicate notes, anything that I had to merge. Nothing. I had to do that with Obsidian just about every day when I was using it with SyncThing, which is a common implementation of uh, Obsidian to get some free syncing going. Yes, you can use Dropbox or OneDrive, but I don't trust any of those companies. They're all scanning your data. It's been proven. They do it. They spy on you. They might even decrypt your data, according to some recent revelations from Microsoft, from what I've heard, according to Mental Outlaw's uh, YouTube video. Look that up, by the way, if you want to watch Mental Outlaw. He has some amazing content. But this Trillium synchronizing to its own database is so powerful and so useful. And I didn't have to set up anything other than the self-hosted server. It takes care of all that for you. You just connect to it, and it synchronizes, and it works flawlessly. Now, you don't have to do that. You can just keep it locally on your computer. You can, you can even self-host the app itself in the browser and run it, and not even have to have the app on your computer. Very cool. I run the app on my computer. I connect it to my server, Self-hosted, and this isn't like some massive server. This can be like probably like a Raspberry Pi or something super tiny that can just host a little database. And it works flawlessly. So I'm running it approximately 12 hours a day. I have it open on my screens. I'm working. I'm super busy at work. I'm adding notes to what, you know people I might bill for some services or what I have to keep track of all these very important things I'm not saving it on Microsoft servers I keep that's my personal time sometimes so it has to go in my notes that I maintain and then I can look back on those notes and realize what needs to be billed or you know I can just refer to it and it's time stamped it's everything the notes have de- there's metadata in all these notes and I can use markdown this app is just incredible So, let me talk a little more about what's incredible about it other than the synchronization engine. You can make like the, you can start out with a folder, but then when you create a folder within a folder, it's really just a file, but they start representing themselves as folders. That part kind of, you know, turned me off to the app at first, but then I started to use it more and more and it just made more sense. And I'm like, okay, it's synchronizing to a database. It doesn't matter what I put here, I'll be able to search for it, I can find it things can be pulled up really quickly in this app. And I, f- I tend to find things quicker in this than I did in OneNote. <laughs> this is this is like, a, I think it's a one-person project, and I'll link the GitHub page where I found Trillium. But this is like one person making this killer app. And to me, it definitely competes with these apps where you got tens of millions of dollars going into them, <laughs> in, you know, like Microsoft's Outlook. And it's just like, I don't know. I'm just kind of blown away by it. So, and I think I originally saw the author Zadam or Zadam, I don't know how you say it, Z-A-D-A-M, talk about like, hey, I got this little app. I want people to check it out, see what you think. It's my note-taking app. just like, that was how it started. And it's just like, yeah, just this, you know, this app. (laughs) Well, I use it every day and I use it for just about everything. So notes can be arranged into arbitrarily deep, into an arbitrarily deep tree. So you can put like, you can start with just one note call and it's called root. And then you can just start creating notes but if you create notes under those notes like kind of like indented or whatever they become like i would call it like a folder the the the, the parent note becomes the folder so it starts to look like a, a familiar hierarchy that you've seen in like windows linux mac os whatever but it's got this what you see is what you get editor so you don't have to know all this markdown and you know different formatting to make tables and in you know images. You can just attach them with the, with the editor, which you're going to be familiar with. If you used a word processor, you, you'll know how to use it. You can do math. You can do markdown, like I said. You, it's, it's, it's even got support for editing notes with source code, including syntax highlighting. Not something I really use, but once in a while maybe, but it's there. It's something that I might need. Uh, it's fast and easy navigation between notes. Full text search and note hoisting. I haven't really used that, but I've used the search all the time. And like I said, it works very well. Uh, Seamless note versioning, that's killer. Haven't really had to do that. I haven't had any errors. I haven't had to go back. I just, you know, backspace, delete words. But the versioning's there. Just that extra reassurance is nice. And I'm just going over the features right on their GitHub page. But I'll talk about any of them that I particularly like. And here's the one. Synchronization with self-hosted sync server. There is a third-party service for uh, hosting synchronization server, it says, but I didn't look into that. I just, you, you can look up uh, tutorials on how to self-host it if you want, or, or ask me. I'll tell you how I do it, and I can tell you what my setup consists of. It's pretty simple. I always go the easy route that makes the most sense and won't require a lot of thought in the future to fix it if it goes down. I want to know, like, oh, yeah, I did this. Here's how you fix it. That's what I want. Um, you can share and publish the notes to the Internet. You can publicly make the notes available from your server. I'm not going that route. I just want to keep it all private and c- keep it encrypted. Uh, there is strong note encryption with per note granularity. Sketching diagrams with ex- Xcalidraw. Now that's something that you that Obsidian has as a community plugin, in, but Xcalidraw is extremely very powerful. It's extremely powerful, and there's a note type canvas. You can create a note type called canvas, and then you can use Excalibur uh relation maps and link maps for visualizing notes and their relations <laughs> it just it's there's so many features it's it's almost overwhelming when you first see the demo of what it comes with They kind of just create like a big skeleton example of, of all the data you can put in it and if you see it at first you're not going to be like oh my god this is too much but you just delete it as you're learning it and just put your own stuff in there and that's how i started building it's got scripting. <laughs> it's got REST API for automation. Haven't used that. It's there. <laughs> Scales well in both usability and performance upward of 100,000 notes. Yep, yeah, I'm not getting I haven't gotten that far yet. No worries. It hasn't slowed down on me at all. Touch optimized mobile front end for smartphones and tablets. Holy cow. I mean, it's like it took OneNote 10 years to get there with you think of OneNote 2007, 10, but by the time you hit like, I don't know, Windows 8, maybe, they started thinking about. This thing, this is so much. Uh, It's got a night theme. Okay, everything seems to have a night theme nowadays, but they're thinking of it all. It's uh, Evernote and Markdown Import and Export. So if you want to ditch Evernote, I highly recommend you ditch Evernote if you haven't at this point. What are you doing? Um, Web Clipper for easy saving of web content, and that works very well. (laughs) So anyways, I'm going to link this. I'm just crazy about this app. Runs on Linux, runs on Mac OS, runs on Windows. I need to talk more about this app. It needs more recognition. It's free. It's open source. You can donate. In fact, I haven't done that yet, but I noticed on the Trillium GitHub page is the donate link through PayPal. I will donate. Um, his name is Adam Zivner, and he deserves a few bucks in his pocket. Thanks a lot for listening. I hope this was helpful, and uh, you, you know maybe I'll save some time and build your productivity. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.